What's up, listeners? This is Ben. Have y'all been playing Baldur's Gate 3? Now, it may come as no surprise that I'm a bit of a gamer, and I've been obsessed with this over the past few weeks. It's an RPG for PC. You console friends will get access to it soon enough. Uh, that uses the Dungeons & Dragons rule set, and good gravy does it rock. Uh, it, it's everything I love about tabletop RPGs. Endless choices that impact your character's fate, with plenty of room for goofing off and making mistakes. Shout out to Larian Studios. You developers have restored my faith in AAA gaming, and I cannot wait to sink more hours into it. Speaking of supporting creators and spending big chunks of your life with something... Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you've stuck with us since the beginning, you're amazing. If you just decided to start with this episode, I want to know how your brain works. Hats off to you, weirdo. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to us. And enjoy this week's episode of The Heroes Die. Hey, yo, fellas, how's it going this week? Hey, really Sam, good. what's going on? Oh, good. hey, everybody. Oh, not too, to see not too much. Good to see you, fellas. Good to see you, fellas. Um, question for you, and this may end up dating us a little bit, but uh, what is the first piece of electronic equipment, like, a, like personal electronics, that you remember being stoked to own? Mm. Mm. Well, like, I mean, to this day, I still like hug my parents over this. The greatest Christmas present I ever received was a Nintendo 64. Right. Like, like that, like that Christmas was like, oh, that, that, like, that, my whole life was different after the N64 showed up. Like, yeah. oh my God. <clears throat> totally. I, I still have my N64. I, I had a very similar memory. I, I busted it Wait, out. Wait, hold on. Morgan, I think, do, do you have an expansion pack in your N64? I do. Did you get it from Mitch Song? Yes. Who got it from me never told me he gave you my expansion pack no way yeah legit yeah yeah no oh, one is it's yours it's a gift that n64 <laughs> hey but mitch you can play Donkey listening, Kong 64, so <laughs> mitch i know you get this in italy you've been called out i okay. lent it to him eight years ago like a ridiculous amount of time ago that's wild you lent it to him? What what did he have to like play perfect dark one day or something? <laughs> I what need extra frames. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might have been it. I mean, let's let's not discount that possibility. Oh, sure. I, well, I just love the idea. I just seriously love, love, love the idea that you lent a friend an N64 expansion pack within the last decade. Like it was, <laughs> it's just awesome. It's just awesome. When did it come out? Like 1999? Mm-mm. 96. 90, 96. 96. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That and the, and the PlayStation 1. I came, my, my N64 came with Banjo-Kazooie. That game rips. Phenomenal. My, mine came with Wave Race, which oh. is <laughs> also pretty cool. Could do barrel rolls on a jet ski. Not as good, though. I think no, we can no, all it fails in comparison to the Rare Genius, but... Yeah, it, it held my attention for a staggering amount of time in retrospect. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but I've, I've never been very good at video games. Similar to one Mitch Psalm, who is the only other person I know who has spent many hours playing Turok Dinosaur Hunter. Wow. <laughs> that game is wow. I had not thought about that game in 20 years. For, for PC, right? <laughs> Uh, like no, that, this, that's is, a this is for 64. NTH, GTH, DGD, CRTD, TRK oh, was the big cheat code that allowed you to get 
all all of the stuff. Yeah, I uh, I played a lot of that. I feel bad talking about someone when they're not here to defend themselves, but Mitch Solomon is someone who just looks like they'd be bad at video games. Like you just look <laughs> at him, and like, you know, he's must suck. He's, he's incredibly <laughs> handsome. Yeah, yeah, real good looking guy, but looks like he'd be like confused looking at a controller. Oh yeah, uh, I'd say looking at this group, this. looking at this group, we all look like we're pretty good at video games. Oh yeah, there's some gamer guys in here. Yeah, yeah. Morgan, and, do you remember? I'm sorry, Sam. I just wanted to ask Morgan. Do you remember what your first N64 game was? It I, it was one of two. It was either Star Fox or uh, oh. Blitz 2000. Wow. Oh yeah, NFL wow. Blitz was so good. Yeah, I did not get a 64 the year it came out. I was a little late to the game. My parents made me save up for it, so I had to spend a lot of time mowing lawns and teaching swim lessons to buy that thing. It was not a oh, gift. Yeah. But when I got it, it was definitely like a, oh my God moment. And I was like, you earned believe. it. Yeah. Yes, I did. Is anyone, is anyone's not an N64? Cause once you said N64, I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. That was huge. I mean, uh, if we're being honest, if you said the first, right. Yeah. Um, mine's definitely not an N64. It's for sure. Like a CD player. Yeah. I was going to say CD player probably for me too. Mm-hmm. That was like my, probably my first like own yeah, electronic device. Because like I, I shared the N sixty four with my brother. Yep. And we had already had like an SNES before that and stuff. Like yeah. This is a Sony with forty five seconds of ESP, which is electronic shock protection. So like <laughs> I'm not going to be skipping even if I'm walking around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, album Creed. No, I'm listening to the full forty five of it. Thank <laughs> you. Oh, there's a turbo bass boost. You can really hear it coming through the headphones. <laughs> yeah, just like a, a switch that you flip on the side to really jack up the bass. To make it those. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To make the sound go outwards from those shitty little headphones. They'll like wrap around to the back of your head ones. Uh-huh. I uh-huh. absolutely remember getting a, a discman. I can I can still picture it. But the one that stands out to my head, the most salient electronic as a youth, I got a mini disc player. Oh, and, wow. And the sort of those, long, yeah. long story of Sam uh, betting on the wrong piece of equipment. <laughs> <laughs> I was like... Yeah, it's like, oh yeah, your iPod can only hold a hundred songs. I have thirty mini discs here that have hundreds of songs on them. Uh, and then we all, well, you know, we all know what happened. <laughs> the way of the dodo, sort Sam, of. Sam, did you have a did you have a Zune? Oh, I no had a Zune. I had a Zune. Love the Zune. What is yeah. that? MP3. It was the like, Microsoft's version of a poor, iPod. Poor man's iPod. <laughs> <laughs> I did say it. But... Cole, what I was think, yours? Yeah, I think mine was a, a Game Boy Pocket. Oh, it was a red Game Boy Pocket because my mm-hmm. parents uh, were a no-go on the home systems. And so I was allowed to play my Game Boy Pocket in the car. And it made my life amazing. I had a tiny little treat all the time. I'm yeah. picturing tiny Cole sitting in the car, seatbelt still buckled. Everybody, The groceries are unloaded. He's still just in there. <laughs> Dude, I can remember I remember the day that we went and Sam, you know what? Go fuck yourself. I'm sorry, but go fuck yourself. The day we went to get Pokemon Blue version. Oh, um, man. Sam, I'm, I'm not going to go deep. I'm not going to go deep. It's going to be go okay. Deep. Uh, I'm sure they go all good. Yeah. I, we absolutely <laughs> can, but I won't. But I do remember like walking in and out of the mall. And I think the thing that it was for me was it was like hope. I was like, oh, I broke down this barrier. There will oh, be others. Wow. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's what it represented to me was this tiny little bit of freedom. Yeah. And yeah, I still have it. Like, the screen broke off the outer protective one, but 
Pokemon I just broke out uh, when I went home to my parents recently. I got my Game Boy Advance. I brought that Ooh. from home. Oh, nice. I'm very excited. Have these, you know, a bunch of games and stuff that are awesome. Couldn't wait to play them. And then I remembered how shitty it is. It doesn't have a backlight on the screen. So you're just wrecking your spine, like trying to get it like right on your lamp and stuff. I was like, cool, I'll have something to play in bed or whatever before I fall asleep. No. Do you remember the little light you could plug into the top? Yeah, that would just shine right into it, so you can't see anything but (laughs) the light. (laughs) Piece of shit, Nintendo. I had a Sega Game Gear. Oh Oh, hell yeah, Game Gear was poggers. They had that uh, the uh, the orthodontist where I I used to go. (laughs) So like I was getting like shit screwed into my teeth, but I was like, yeah, but I can play fighting games. (laughs) It's pretty cool. I think we know who's coming out ahead here. (laughs) (laughs) Bleeding from this side of my teeth. (laughs) I got a game. (laughs) Did any of you guys have the Game Shark? The hell yeah, that thing melted. I don't know how they got away with selling those things. This is like, Biden, like, yeah, we'll probably recommend 64. But I've got this whole book of like cheat codes now I can do. It. Like, make the, the graphics all goofy and stuff. And sure enough, it would just fry. <laughs> <laughs> Big head mode forever. <laughs> 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 oh, I love it. You'd, it would work for like, you know, a week maybe before yeah. the game shark itself also crapped out. I think I'm yeah. four of them. <laughs> <laughs> I had the, I was the game genie for the game gear. Yep. Again, Sam buying the wrong, b- b- <laughs> betting on the wrong horse. horse. So, <laughs> no, no, Sam, Sam you, you weren't betting on the wrong horse at that time because Sega was like, it was yeah. either going to be Sega or Nintendo for a second there. And Sega. Yeah. And that Sega Dreamcast way ahead of its time. Oh yeah, you like, couldn't get the game designers. Yeah, so I, I don't think you were betting on the wrong horse at that moment. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think Mini Discs was a betting yeah, on the wrong horse. That was not yeah, very good. Yeah, party. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, absolutely. I, every single cell phone I got before I turned like twenty five, and I got an iPhone. Uh, they discontinued like a couple weeks later because it was the non-seller. <laughs> <laughs> I, I went with the Crazer instead of the Razor. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. The what? The yeah. Crazer, also Crazy. made by Motorola, a little thinner. Crazy nope. thin. Uh, it was just like every... every it didn't every, have a battery, so it kind of defeated the purpose. <laughs> every moment where I could go right, I went left. You know, I was just like, I want to do my own thing here. I had a phone miss- that like uh, swiveled open. Um, oh, yeah. Only got I, chocolate or whatever. <laughs> no, it was It was not the sidekick. It wasn't like, it didn't have the keyboard. It was just, it just opened a different way. Mm-hmm. had like a four foot antenna. Uh, God, Real DeLorean of phones. <laughs> yeah. uh, Will Harold, what about you and technology? Um, definitely the N64 was the first thing I remember. Next thing would have been the Game Boy Pocket. And similarly, mm-hmm. similarly to Cole, like the day I got the Game Boy Pocket and Pokemon Blue, a day I still will, like I will, I'll never forget that day. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's about no, as big as it gets real. for like a, a, a nine-year-old whose parents are getting divorced, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, Pikachu, yeah. I choose you. Unlike my parents who chose each other. <laughs> <laughs> Um, speaking of very deliberate distractions, you all are about to enter this crypt, finally. Mm. Just choosing to focus on the Mm -hmm. task at hand. You know, Pokemon was an RPG. (laughs) 
That's true. <laughs> My introduction let's, to the genre. Let's talk about its system for a little bit. Well, what I really liked. <laughs> oh, Sam's raising his hand. Okay. <laughs> Y'all we are outside the of the crib. <laughs> We left you last week outside of the crypt, and that is where we pick up today. You hear some like chittering, some rustling, maybe some like inside of the crypt, but you can't see anything. The door, though broken clearly, is largely closed right now. What do you do? I wish there were a type of handheld projectile you could throw in that would make a loud flash in perhaps a bang. And then everything inside would become disoriented, no? Truly an innovator. Wait, the f- a loud, what's a loud flash, Sven? The, the handheld projectile, it would cause a flash, like a bright burst of light. Oh, a bright flash, I understand. Yes. A little, a little lightning and then thunder, you're saying? Yes. I can do one of two. <laughs> That's still pretty good. Um, what do we think here? Um... Wait, are we, are we throwing Layton into the building? I'm very confused. I'm sorry. <laughs> I suppose now I'm wondering, can anybody add a bang? <laughs> I think we do enter aggressively, no? None of yeah. this slowly creep the door open, one of us sneaking at a time, and slowly it picks us off. Well, it sounds like there's something directly on the other side of the door, so if we open it, I'm sure we'll be met with whatever it is we are going to meet. Here. Do you um, think we should knock first? Or? Well, no. that is polite, I suppose, but... <laughs> I don't think manners are important right now. But again, it is a crypt. There ought not to be anyone moving around in it, I assume. Lest it's cleaning day. What day is it? Late, and what were you going to say? <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, thank you, security head uh, Sven. <laughs> Perhaps if we think we go in with a bang, Sven, would you like to lead with the hammer and I can give you a little bit of um, uh, protection on your way through the door? Yes. <laughs> Wonderful. You be the bang, I'll be the flash. Very good. The bang flash grenade. And I think let's get into position and then once we're there, I'm going to cast protection against evil. I think the crypt is down here, my friend. Well, you don't know what I'm getting in position for, do you? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Leighton wanders up there and goes, Ah, it's a small greenhouse, and then wanders back. <laughs> Good work surveilling. Don't worry, just normal dead plants in there. Nothing to worry about. Bob Very good. Astray. Oh my god, what do you think killed it? The plants? <laughs> okay, what... Uh, what the plan sounds like Sven is going to kick in the door late and is going to cast a spell on him right before he does that uh, yeah so Van I just linked it for you but basically if this thing is evil you get a plus one status bonus to armor class and saving throws hell yeah excellent you kick <clears throat> in the door <clears throat> it's dark in the crypt but you can oh. make out as light pours in from behind you three creatures Dean. Little gremlins with big ears. It's not quite captured in this image, but they have an almost canine shape to their face. There's a little bit of a snout. The ears move like a dog's would, and their eyes come up upon you. At the same time as they see you, you feel as the door opens, wafting over you, just this oppressive 
force that seems to be wiggling into your minds, making you cast doubt on yourselves. I need everybody to give me two will saves. Oh, no. uh, the Same. doubt it's wiggling in. Does this have to do with this sounds like fear, not mind control? Um this is meant this uh this is mental, so I'm not sure I'm not sure exactly what the category is. P- uh, protection just says this bonus increases to plus three against effects from such creatures that would directly control the target. It's not direct control. Uh, I scored a fifteen and a nineteen. 15 and a 19. Mm-hmm. All right. You, and is that with the plus one? Cause. Oh, 16 and 20 then. Yeah. All right. That's a pass and a pass. You're looking nice. for 16 here. Nice. Uh, natural 20 on the first one. So a that's, 27. That's a pass. And then the second one, 16. 16 is a pass. Merganzer. Rolled a 12 on the first one. And then a natural 20 for a 29 on the second one. Okay, Fuck, so yeah. the, the 12 is going to impact you. You effectively have, to borrow terms from another system, disadvantage, which means that if you fail, you must roll twice and take the worst result on all checks as long as this effect persists. Sure. Brutes. Brutes McGoots, indeed. And what about you, Harold? What's going on with you? I passed them both with a 24 and an 18. Yes, you <laughs> did. Yes, you did, baby. Does All right. Claude need to roll this? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Leighton got a 20 and a 25. Claude is going to get an 11 and... Oof. Doesn't stack, so no worries. Okay. Uh, so fixed. Claude, will, yeah, Claude will be taking uh, disadvantage on all of his checks. What do you do when you kick in the door and see these vile little critters inside? Start the smashing. Start the smashing. All right, roll for initiative. (laughs) Start discussing. Talk about their motives and their cultural backgrounds. That is going to be a 14. A 14. It's How best tasty. if your spellcasters go last, so the professor rolled a six. Yeah, and, <laughs> good, and good. historically the wisdom on that. <laughs> I got a 25. A 25. Right. Nicely done. All right. Are we all in there? Looks to be. We've got Sven at 25, Andruk at 22, Leighton at 14, Eugene at 11, the professor at six. This is the top of round one. And my bad boy beat you to it. So... This critter right here on the eastern side of the crypt is going to jump down, step up to Sven, and take a hack with his short sword, which he draws as a move action. That is going to be a 26 to hit. That will hit. Nicely done, nicely done. Oh, buddy. That's going to be one point of damage. Oof! They are fierce. They are fierce. And he comes up and he's like, slashing wildly with his blade, connects on one of them. Next up, what is your perception, Sven? Uh, Six. Six? All right. Roll off here. Seven. Seven, you win. You are up next. Nice. Let's see. I kind of want to make room for my friends here. So can I step in and then to here? That would be getting up on the like. Oh right, right, right. Okay, I see, I see. Not ideal. 
I'm just gonna get in now, and start swinging. You can you can get to here. You can move in between them uh, without incurring attack of opportunity. Well, so far you've gone five feet forward, and no one has attacked you yet. But I will say you want to declare that beforehand because you can take a guarded step. So if we say that that was not a guarded step and that you were intending to move further, which it seems like you were trying to do, I feel pretty comfortable making that yeah, assumption. Yeah, I would like to ideally get in as far as I could. Yeah, then you are moving in a way that would have left you open for an attack if someone did have a reaction as an attack of opportunity. They did not attack. So either they're making that decision or they don't have one. That is the information you have nice. so far. I'm going to slam it pink then, uh, the one that uh, just swung at me. Okay. Um, I'm going to do it with a double slice. Is he Excellent. flanked with Claude? I'm going to say that because he's able to act, which is the rules of flanking, but has not acted yet, I'm going to say we're, I'll give it to you on the next round, but you have to have acted. Currently flat-footed at the beginning of the round. So right now I'm going to rule that uh, you are not flanking yet because Claude is not threatening, has not acted yet. Okay. That is what I'm going to say. Couldn't take a reaction. Couldn't take a reaction. All right. Um, I will still swing at it. Uh, let's see. That will be bing. 17 to hit. 17 to hit. 17 is a hit. Yeah. Nice. Um, for five points of damage. Five points of damage. Excellent. Back through. Uh, another 17. 17, also a hit. That was five points of damage, you said? Yep, five on the first, and then six on the second. Oh, yeah, you are doing some damage to this little one. All right, next up, we've got the next creature in here. It is standing right next to Sven. It is going to take a page out of Sven's book, drop back to flank, swinging away. That is going to be a 20 to hit. Uh, that will hit. That is going to be one point of damage. Okay. And it's going to swing one more time. That's not going to be a hit. That's not going to be a hit. That is a shitty roll and a 13 to hit. No, that will not. No, not not going to hit, not going to hit. All right, that's it. It's in a move and attack and attack. Next up, we've got Andruk. Andruk, what are you going to do? There's a big line of people in front of you. You're going to try to shoot through them all with an arrow? One arrow? Shoot them all? I might avoid that. I think Druk's going to take a couple steps to the east in order to get a clear line of shot and get into his point blank stance and then take a hit, take a shot at the at pink. All right. 10 plus 10 is 20. That is a hit. Nice. Uh, it's five points of damage. Five points of damage. Looking like last legs for pink there. Uh, that's all I can do. That brings us up to the third yellow creature down at the bottom. And it is going to step out of line, drawing its short bow, and is going to take aim at Svend. Ooh, that is going to be a 27 to hit. That will hit. Noice! That is going to be four points of damage. Four points of damage. Going to fire another arrow at you. That is going to be a 14 to hit. Miss. A miss. A miss indeed. That is the Pugwampi's turn. Whoops, little piece of info there. Now you know what kind of critter they are. No Googling, fellas. Leighton, you're up. Leighton is going to cast Electric Arc because he promised Sven. Um, so Sam, can I get a reflex save from Pink and Red, please? Pink and Red, absolutely. Alrighty. That is going to be a 16 and a 26. 
16 is a fail. Uh, 26 is a success. The 26 is going to take uh, two points of damage. And the 16 is going to take the full five. The full five. Woof sauce as you watch Pink get electrocuted. Nice. That goes down. So yeah, Leighton bounces this lightning around Sven, um, like skipping stones on a pond. And then Leighton is going to hop off, and that is going to be his turn. Leighton's going to dismount. Excellent. Eugene, you're up next. What's up, bud? Eugene's going to move into the crypt, and then he's going to throw out uh, Detect Magic. All right. Throws up a Detect Magic, and... Towards the back of the room, you can see a pile of what looks like detritus, like a just a bunch of crap piled up. Looks like it's been deliberately piled, but you see some kind of an aura emanating from it, but it, it's really not clear. Just like imagine when you you know go into like a radar mode in a video game, right? Everything kind of changes color. You see some density over in that direction, but you can't get a clear look at it. Yeah, that's right, guys. I play a lot of video games. Radar mode. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, superhero ability. Uh, commonly used in spy games. <laughs> that's, uh, was that three, Morgan? So that's Tut's turn. Okay, so do you share that information? Yes, he does. Eugene's going to be like, there's something funky happening in the back. Can't say if it's good or bad. <laughs> I was totally fine to get through that, but Sam literally Sam broke lost. the second word that came out of my mouth. <laughs> it was what you said, and also your posture is just like so on guard. Uh, all right, Leighton. Uh, that was Leighton's turn. That's Eugene's turn. The professor, you're up. What do you think? Fireball to the back of Eugene's head? <laughs> Burn it through. Do, the, uh, do these creatures... Um, understand common do we think or are they jabbering in whatever uh, creature language they use they are making noises that are somewhat unfamiliar to you um, you think that it would be a, a it's like you speak Spanish and, and they are speaking Italian so you might be able to communicate but uh, it, it's it's like a language adjacent then some cognates will really help defuse this situation <laughs> Ben I'm not sure we're using that word anymore alright but um. <laughs> just stupid joke. Rudy? Uh, and what kind of weapons are they carrying? Uh, they got a sh- it looks like they have a short sword in one of their hands, a bow in the other. Okay, so the professor is going to place his hands on either side of his throat and cast Bullhorn, mm-hmm. which amplifies his voice to be heard uh, within a range of 500 feet. That'll come in handy for these guys that are 20 feet away. I like it. Because he's trying to intimidate them. For the the listeners at home, I'm frowning at Ben because I made a joke (laughs) about what I'm doing. I I remember I remember when Rudy was when you were picking spells for this character and you're like, well I gotta pick spells that make sense for the circus. And I was like, okay. Yep. I love that decision. I love that commitment. And we'll see you in combat, bud. So yeah, no, bullhorn for an intimidate check. I love it. I think it's I think it's great. I I, no no bullshit, Rudy. I think it's great. Yeah. Ben's a dick. uh, 
Spen's eardrums are going to be blown so <laughs> Just sitting in no, this no, stone enclosure. No. <laughs> R- no one can hear anything. R-A-W. Despite the volume, it doesn't make your voice jarring or distracting. Hmm. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about like the safety of your eardrums, though. No. Oh, that so percussive. It says uh, your ear canals bleed <laughs> on a critical success. One d six of sonic damage. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so the professor uh, he's cast bullhorn and he says, um, "Now that's enough. Now stand back." And uh, he's going to try and intimidate them with that. All right. Yeah, it's going to be a failure. Uh, <laughs> when the dice support the story, nothing like it. <laughs> I really gotta remember to roll the charisma checks before I uh, do the whole thing. Before I role play, <laughs> it's like the one instance where you should roll before you RP. Uh, oh, that's a shame. What was the roll? It was a 13. 13 at a mm. very high volume. <laughs> but not uh, a jarring one. A loud Sam. 13. Does Let's that change remember. it at all? It's a loud 13. Well, no, I'm thinking I'm thinking about all the circumstances here. You just made you just nuked one of their friends. Um, We're inside in a closed space. And you know? it's not a high DC. Uh, Bones are brittle, they could shatter. Mm-hmm. Yep, not a high DC. And 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 yeah, how about this, Rudy? Mechanically, you did not you did not succeed in intimidating them. However, you got their attention. Right? Their 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 heads come up. <laughs> so now the, prof- now the professor's the professor is backing up and with a very amplified voice is going, oh, no, 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 no reason to be out. <laughs> All right, that is the end of round one, unless the professor is out of move action to back a away. Sonorous from whimper. <laughs> no, I'm out of I'm out of actions. All right. End of round one. The professor calls upon them to halt in a very loud but somehow not intimidating fashion. The first Pugwampi that went is dead. Sven, it is your turn at the top of round two. What do you do, bud? I'm going to swing away on red here. Swing away on red here. Big surprise. Yeah, yep. Psych. Uh, 16 to hit. 16. Is exactly a hit. Oh yeah, we <laughs> bring. Uh, they'll be for seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Oof. Second swing. Oh yeah. Uh, that's gonna be a twenty-nine <laughs> to a t- hit. Twenty-nine to hit. Uh, that's a crit. Yeah, my crit, dude. crit. Crit. Hold on. Is that a twenty-nine with the multiple attack penalty? Uh, I'm double swinging right now, so I don't oh, suffer. Oh sweet. Cool. Yeah. Well, I want to say that I really appreciate that. Um, uh, who's that the suck be... up now? Yeah, for real, dude. Fuck. What? <laughs> uh, 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. Yeah, this guy's S- gone. Splat. <laughs> Straight through his head. Yeah. I love, that, I love that what just basically happened was the professor right up was like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> then backed away. And then this dude just got cut in half. Uh, and then for his last move is going to take a five foot step forward and says, my friend said, wait a minute now. <laughs> Alrighty. I'm going to give you uh, a free intimidate check on this, Sven. Give yourself plus five. 
Hell yeah, okay. Godspeed, Sven. I'm right oh, behind that's a you. 20 on the die for a 28. <laughs> well it done. Wets itself. Yeah, I mean, it throws up its hands and and starts cowering, drops its bow, free action. That is off turn for it. The next Pugwampi who would go is dead. Andruk, it is your turn. You're looking at the side of the building, I suppose. <laughs> Just given position. Yeah. I think that Druk would walk into the, the crypt and go, Hey, buddy. I think this is about over. Let's talk. <laughs> so, full disclosure here. They speak under common. You all speak common. It is a different language. And I'm more interested in allowing this role-playing moment than just having a language barrier between you and an enemy. So I'm not going to try to speak in, like, incommunicable English right now. Um, you guys are just going to have this conversation. All right? We said no. We said no. You said no to what? The 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 flappy, the flappy, uh, the flappy, uh, the little baby that flew. Well, we said no. We didn't want it. We didn't want to be part of it. What did he want you to do? Uh, join him. Join them. Uh, we we just came in here looking for treasure. That's it. We just wanted the treasure. Well, I mean, no. did you guys find any? Yeah. Look. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, will you show me? Yeah, right there is a big Yeah. My pile. Our my pile now. Well, I think it's I think it's our pile now, to be honest. But, but Yeah, our pile now. No, no, I, I, I mean our like our like our pile, not your pile. Yeah, our pile. <laughs> oh, oh my friend. Oh, oh, As it's crying, Sven goes behind it, raises the hammer up, looks to his friends first. And the group is like, no, 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 no. Like, Slowly like, lowers oh, the no, 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 no. <laughs> Do it. Do it! <laughs> oh, no. No. Yeah, you look at the pile uh, behind him of the treasures, and it's uh, some like old, pretty tarnished buttons, loose teeth, maybe one or two of which appear to have like a precious metal filling, and the others absolutely are just old teeth. Serious treasure. Yeah, um, some buckles uh, that are, you know, oh. of middling value. Uh, and then... Like a bird trying to attract a mate. This is so sad. <laughs> Just, yeah, feathering a nest. Uh, and Eugene, if, if you cast Detect Magic again, you can find in there a bracelet lights up. Uh, it is a bracelet of dashing. And you also find as you paw through a gold ring worth about 10 gold pieces and him. Yeah. Like me and my buds, we got in here because we were, we were just, you know, we saw like, this place is a little run down and we were like, Hey, this seems like a place we might be able to find some treasure and fuck some shit up. So, you know, we, we did that. And then like, we've been here for like a little while. And then like <laughs> yesterday, this other <laughs> This little baby with wings comes in and he's like, join our cause. 
And we're like, fuck, <laughs> what? And he was like, come, come over to the side. We, you know, I, I don't know, I just kind of stopped paying attention. But he was, he was like, we, I think you killed all of his friends. You remind me, you remind me of a jazz trumpeter I knew once. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, um. What the listener doesn't get here is Sam uh, visually drowning with this. <laughs> so good. <laughs> so, uh, where do you live, buddy? Like, are you from Aberdeen? A cab or something? No. <laughs> Jesus, let's let him keep the teeth and get him out of here. <laughs> like most recently, um, here. Yeah, this has been home for a few days. Yes, I yeah. see you hung some pictures of you and your well, your old friends. Um, oh dear. Well, thanks for pictures. Um, scratches. Was that you? Are those? Are they your sketches? They're nice. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> Pottle did most of those. Um, <laughs> well, his, his art will live forever, much like his memory. Yeah. We killed him. I don't suppose. We all gotta make a promise to each other that we're gonna remember Puddle forever. <laughs> all of us in this room right now are gonna commit. Remembering Puddle Prayer. Absolutely, yes. Indeed. <laughs> What's your name, friend? My friend, we are with you. Can you spell puddles? I just want to make sure I get it right from my diary so that I never forget. B. <laughs> U. D. L. <laughs> and what was your name again, friend? More spells sound like poodle to me, but okay, we'll go. <laughs> Traditional. Pronunciation. My name. Oh, you don't want to know my name. No, no, of course we do. Come on, we've come so far. Okay. Um. My name is Blue Purple. Oh, that's lyrical. Very nice. Can you spell that too? From no. my diary. Oh, it's written right there. Points to a bunch of scratches on the wall. Oh my God. Andre can't read. This is so embarrassing for Andre. Oh boy. Um, speaking of reading, uh, I don't suppose among those treasures you found a book or saw the little flapping creature with one? The fla- flapping creature had books. Do you know where the books went? With him. Where did he go? Home. Where's home? Uh, um, I don't know. I just got his number. <laughs> you know. What, what uh, do you mean, number? Like phone number for texting. <laughs> I don't write letters. I don't write letters. I uh, no. <laughs> what is your concept of home, my friend? Huh? <laughs> this is a stupid bit. Um, no, <laughs> just fucking. I need a sip. Hold on. <clears throat> I don't. I don't know for sure. He said. It was a big, sprawling underground area near the water. Uh, it was something about 
lightning, but it's ours now. And what did he say he wanted help with? Just felt like a pretty general recruitment endeavor. Like, right, he was like, you guys show that you do a good job messing up this cemetery and this crypt. Well, then I got, I might have some more work for you messing stuff up. And we were like, well, we're doing that anyway. Was there any place in particular he meant when he said uh, places to mess up? I don't know. He was, he basically wanted us to do it in here to start. And then he said, you know, when we messed it up pretty good. Yeah, you guys did great. I'm, I'm, I'm really impressed with how much you messed this place up. It's and, certainly a mess. Well, then he, he's, he got a little spooked. There was a big fight outside in the cemetery yesterday. And he saw some of that. And then he got afraid. He didn't hear. But I, I think that was out. us. Yeah, that was us. We were the we were the people in the we, fight. We were the fight. What a small world. That's nuts, right? <laughs> Certainly a small graveyard. Yeah. Jeez. Uh, makes you hey, think. Did you hey, ever... Listen, can we uh, give you some buttons to leave town and never come back? Yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um... I think Drew will pick out a couple buttons and, and hand them to the goblin. Or not the goblin, but... Mm. Oh, the goblin. man. We are going to RP this conversation <laughs> now for the next half hour. Yeah. Is um, that what you think I am? <laughs> I apologize. Uh, you're right. That was insensitive. I, I apologize. Dear yeah. me, that is embarrassing. Throws the Ooh. buttons back in your face. He does. He does. <laughs> no, that yeah, he was like, yeah, we want you to come and help us mess up more stuff, and we're like, oh, interested, but like we're kind of busy right now. And, and then he just took off. What yes, else was he gonna have you mess up? He didn't get super specific. It was just like you start here, and then if you find other people <laughs> to mess more stuff up, then you get paid more. Kind of a snowballing effect. And then they can find people to mess stuff up. <laughs> and then you still get a cut of all of the stuff that those people yeah, mess this up. This is a pyramid scheme. You needed to get others below you in order to generate revenue. Yeah, yes. Yeah, what? I don't know. <laughs> you guys like to buy some Tupperware? <laughs> Sven raises up the hammer again. <laughs> and you say that I can make up to 500 gold pieces a week? <laughs> Yeah, you can spend it on whatever you want. And he gestures back towards the teeth. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, these buttons are great. Puddle is dead. <laughs> uh, but not forgotten. But, yeah, we will always remember him. Yeah, I mean, gosh. Oh, well, um... Well, this has been heartbreaking. Very nice yeah. to meet you. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, hey, hey, Doc, do, do you have any more of those comp tickets we can give him? I mean, oh, yeah, it seems uh, like the least. Sure got some in here somewhere, and, uh, you know, like about, like, 20 tickets fall out of his sleeve. Like, oh, yeah, here's one, and uh, and uh, one for a friend. Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> dear me. Uh, one oh. to save a seat for Puddle in Remembrance. <laughs> yeah. Professor is what yeah. I don't know. still go uh, with yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, uh, thank you. I'll, I'll be there for yes. sure. 
Yes, uh, just keep your ears open. We're not quite sure when the next circus will be, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll, be next <laughs> I'll be listening for that. No, yeah, we don't want to no, miss yeah. it. Yes, definitely. All right. Yeah. Well, um, if that's all, you guys can see yourselves out. I live here now. <laughs> oh, I think right. the deal was that you were going right. to leave. Right, right, right. Carefully, you don't step in puddle. Oh. Oh, the irony. <laughs> uh, he leaves. He leaves. Ah. So we're not so different after all from them. As the professor <laughs> the wipes carcasses off still of on his floor. <laughs> it felt like we were taking advantage of him somehow. That was horrible. Uh, I, so... think that, I think we call it a win win, to be honest. <laughs> Anyways, who wants this bracelet? <laughs> bracelet of dashing. Who's interested? I put a link in the chat for what it does if anybody didn't see it. All right. Anybody want to read it? No. This jangling silver bracelet makes you lighter on your feet, giving you a plus one item bonus to acrobatics checks. For just one action a day, you can activate this silver bracelet and gain a 10-foot status bonus to speed for one minute. That's a bracelet of dashing. Just like you. Uh-huh. Thanks, Cole. Thanks, yeah. Cole. I take it. Reminds me of those like ionizing bracelets. They're supposed to make you better. Oh. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, actually, that it. was the first uh, electronic wonder that I felt a personal connection to. <laughs> uh, uh, who's who's interested? This is this is useful for basically everybody. So I take it. I take it. it. You can have it, Prof. Go for it. You oh, guys are so you. peaceful about this. You can also roll off if you ever want to. You can also roll off. Uh, but it sounds like uh, this was handled with little strife. To my disappointment, but I am glad that you guys are doing this so well. And someone's tracking loot that was 10 gold pieces for the ring. 10 gold pieces for the looted ring. And the question now becomes, what do y'all want to do next? I don't know. Do you guys Are you guys feeling drawn to something? Do you? What are our theories right now? I'm still trying to figure out if there's a relationship between Mistress Dustlight and all the crazy demonic stuff that's happening in town. I hadn't even thought of that, but that's a really interesting question. Like a sort of sabotage or a uh, But Mistress Dustlight, she would gain to benefit by selling to the town. She wouldn't want the people gone. Unless she, but maybe it's more about getting rid of us than it is about emptying out the town. The, the town itself seems to be well populated, even with the uh, 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 recent uh, troubles. Uh, no one seems to be leaving en masse. Yes, but perhaps just to see it in a state of chaos is good for her intentions. But the only person who's given us an opinion on, on some of the evils has been Nemia herself, and she said the purpose was to drive people out of town. I, I don't see how that would serve Mistress Dusklight's uh, aims. What if it drives them out of town her and town. into her circus? <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> I hadn't thought of it that way, Sven. Thank you. Yes. It's just like as if they're in town. <laughs> I've been trying to figure out if Nemia was a leader or a follower, and the more I'm thinking about it, the more it feels like she was being led herself to the to the ends of these greater powers. A pawn, if you will. Yes, that her desire to empty out the town maybe wasn't the desire of this larger group that seems to have taken over the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning. They are demons thus far who who I would assume just want 
destruction and chaos of any kind, regardless of the environmentalist undertones of Nemia's, and that maybe she was just used by them as something who would help sow destruction and, and dismay in the town. Well, then what's the deal with the books? Debases the local religion? I don't know. Well, why wouldn't they just destroy them if they wanted to cause chaos? Yes, why take them? That's true. They are foundational documents for the town. They're important. And they have no problem destroying other stuff. I Fellas, feel like... can, I, can I be honest with you all about something? Always. Uh, yesterday, when, when uh, right after we'd like totally destroyed those Vermlex, you, you guys remember that? Yeah. You guys yeah. remember, like, they were like, they were like worms and, yeah, it's fucking wild. Um, but uh, on one of the bodies, I found this. And um, he pulls out a flask in his right hand that has, um, you know, the specific logo of the um, the order of the Holy, the Brotherhood of the Holy Spirits, his his order, on it. And then he holds his own flask in his left hand. We try not to lose these. We get home once every ten to twenty years, and the fact that this has been separated from a brother is pretty serious stuff. I I think we should look into this. To be honest, it would mean a lot to me if we could look into this together. You're here. Yeah, of course, dude. This is the only clue that we seem to have. Where do you think it leads us, Andrew? It seems like these worm monk guys might be the same guys that we that were at the the barn, the Lindell barn, and were tied to Nemi in that way, and are all connected to that Hermitage of Blessed Lightning, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think we gotta go there. I agree. It seems that all paths have been sort of leading us to the Hermitage. It keeps coming up over and over again. I'm down to go. Y'all think it's worth it to poke around town maybe and ask some questions about the Hermitage first? We could do more. I know we've inquired at least with the mayor and in one or two other locations and not received a ton of information. I don't know. If other townsfolk might know better, perhaps the priest would, as another member of the religious community. Deplorable, though, his particular faith is. Yeah. Wow. Heard it here. I have my reasons. Oh, yeah. I feel you. What do you think, Sven? I don't know. It seems mm, uh, perhaps a bit of a dalliance to just ask around town about this. It seems that uh, we might have already asked the best sources. Mm. Of course, the more business-minded aspect of me does also worry about our primary purpose, which is to provide a night of entertainment. Fair enough. I'll try to roll to the Hermitage. To the Hermitage. Yes, that sounds good. I am prepared. Thank you. All. Of course, Andrik. Sam, what do we got to do to get there? Get directions. Do you want to head into town and do that? Can we ask the priest? I was going to say maybe we don't ask the priest. Do we trust him? Oh, no, I certainly don't. My player was just being expeditious, but... I feel like (laughs) he's not always been totally honest or forthcoming with us. Yes, I agree with this. Shall we return to the Silver Scales? Yeah. Yes. Perhaps those drunken youth could point us in the right direction. What's the barkeep's name? She was tight. I would ask her. (laughs) Tabitha <laughs> Grenshaw. Hell yeah. All right. So I love this. Imagining you guys seriously avoiding Nell and Trend inside the chapel or the rectory and just going in the back door to the cemetery, 
going to the crypt, exterminating a couple of pug wompies, <laughs> talking to one, and then just leaving without ever saying, hey, we took care of it for but you. The priest is looking at this from the window. Should we? No, probably not. Let's keep going. <laughs> As we learned Couldn't last help night. He's... Notice that y'all are leaving. All right. <laughs> Goodbye. You're welcome. Sort of. You head to the silver scales. You go Uh, in mid to late morning. Again, there's a few townspeople there. It seems like this is sort of base level busy for it, given the two times now that you've been here at different times of day. Are they still serving uh, breakfast? Uh, It's 1045, so you want to get your order in pretty quick. Switch uh, over to lunch menu at 11. Yes, yes, two scrambles, please. (laughs) Anyone else want something? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, maybe just a bagel with some schmear that sounds right that sounds right for Leighton (laughs) Andrew do you want something what's Andrew's go to breakfast granola bars for sure Uh, just just pounds them like protein granola bar kind of thing well but what about but what about when he can get a hot meal yeah good question um steak and eggs probably Steak and egg. That sounds good. I should have gotten that. Two steak and eggs, please, as well as the uh, the scrambles. <laughs> yeah. Morgan, how about you? Does Eugene have a go-to breakfast? Yeah, probably something simple, just like quinoa avocado bowls. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds terrific. Uh, two quinoa avocado bowls, please. <laughs> and Ben. A yogurt. Yogurt. A yogurt. Yes. Uh, yeah. uh, ju- just one yogurt. Please. Greek, <laughs> or the protein, and right. a few rice cakes. So yeah, we can put peanut butter on them. You go in, you order a bunch of food, you grab a table. Um, the professor pulls over a smaller table next to uh, next to the table we're all sitting at for his extra breakfasts. <laughs> Very considerate of you. Tabitha comes over. Well, it's good to see all you boys here today again. I will have that food out for you shortly. You got in just under the wire, though. <laughs> 11 o'clock, we switch over to lunch, and they were about to shut down the station, so uh, we're uh, lucky, though. I talked Chef in. Oh, yes, the yogurt station. Yeah, At exactly right. 11, you switch over to lunch? Oh, sorry, we ran out of yogurt because of your smart-ass attitude. Damn it. Try to get you a couple eggs or something out here. But uh, When you bring out those scrambles, could you also bring out a lunch menu? Of course. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> of course you can do that. Oh, look, they have breakfast yogurt. What do you know? Hmm. Is anyone else concerned that the professor has a tapeworm? (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't put on weight. I've noticed this, but he eats so much. I I, I don't mean to generalize uh, regarding ancestries, but uh, (laughs) the hobbits can tuck it away. (laughs) Pardon me. The halflings can tuck it away. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to send about five bucks now to the yeah, token, the token estate. estate. Thanks, Sam. Furious yes, I bet. <laughs> I bet. I got to come a pretty big check every year, given how often I reference their material in my life. I know. And it's in pounds. So it's always like a buck more than you think it is. Oh, the yeah. exchange rate's killer. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brexit. You uh. can pay in <laughs> Cadbury bars. So it, it, it's a <laughs> nice little conversion loophole there. And for frequent uh, offenders like Sam, you can just get a monthly subscription, which I assume yeah. you've been keeping up. Yeah, and for yeah. Sam, it seems like it's worth it. And uh, some small beers for everyone here as well. Or, uh, small beers? All right, big beers. Yes, um, thank you. P- pints all around, please. Perhaps a toddy. 
Yes, absolutely. Oh, okay, I'll go get hot water for you then. I'll go put a kettle of water on your boil so you can put it in your whiskey with lemon. No problem. I'll be back in about 15 minutes when I've finished with this. <laughs> Does anybody want a fucking hot chocolate? Oh, yes, I would. That goes so good with yogurt. No uh, you know, actually, I hate to be a bother, but do you make a mojito? Oh, oh, yeah, no problem. I've got fresh mint back there, and I'm just itching to muddle it for a complicated individual drink that is obviously not on our menu. Well, if you didn't have fresh mint, I could actually provide it, so it shouldn't be a problem. <laughs> oh, great. Hey, Tabitha, one last thing. Yes, yes there, Andrew. What can I do for you? Thank you. Here, here. Well. Also, can you split up the checks, maybe, so it's not all on one? No, no, no. You know what? Um, Honestly, I appreciate you asking that right now instead of at the end of the meal. So, you know, I'm happy to do it for you. Because right I'm now, only getting a yogurt, and, you know, they're getting full scrambles. So we don't want to, you know. And we have, uh, we share a food wagon. Yes, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm happy to, to chop this up for you. No, no problem. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, appreciate Tabitha, it. do you know where the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning is? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Are you all headed out there? Yeah, I was thinking about it. Why? What's up? Pretty cool spot. Well, I mean, no. I get. I know. Yes. I mean, no. It's not. I mean, it, it's a place deliberately set away so that people kind of won't go there. They're I don't want to stereotype them as misanthropes, but it's a hermitage. Boy, you keep not wanting to do that and then sort of doing it a bit, don't you? Not a lot of self-control. Oh, sorry. We're out of whatever you ordered as well. <laughs> <laughs> Through a mouthful of quinoa, the professor says, uh, oh, We understand it's a monastery, but they must have some contact with the outside world at some point. Well, uh, I mean, they, they no. do... Yep. Yep. They they don't have a ton of uh, contact uh, yeah. with the town. They don't bring no, a lot well, yeah. of things in. No. It's like he didn't even listen to your answer. He's just so focused it. on his quinoa mouthful. I heard it. I heard it. Um, I no. didn't. <laughs> so, I mean, they, they do do some trading a, a bit here and there, but it, not a lot of it goes through town. I mean, uh, they they really do try to keep to themselves. It's not a, a, a social monastery it's not a place that people visit i mean it's really designed for solitude to a to a degree we've been told by the mayor that they have a relationship with the town though they do i mean they, they do have something of a relationship with the town but it, i mean i i like for instance i have no sense of how many people live there then let me put it perhaps more directly we intend to visit the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning, because we believe that it has something to do with the trouble visiting the town. Really? Yes. That's a bit of a surprise. We've been told that several times, but most of the evidence at this point to our eye is pointing towards the Hermitage. Well, that is interesting. If you if you want to be getting to the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning, it's not uh, terribly difficult to get there. It's only uh, about 12 miles away, a uh, little to the north, uh, mostly to the west of here, on the coast. And she proceeds to, to give you some directions there. As you're having this conversation, one of the bar patrons turns over his shoulder and looks at you. You recognize him. Strider. <laughs> <laughs> That's another five bucks. Jesus <laughs> Christ. There goes the marketing budget. <laughs> oh. 
yeah. <laughs> the entire marketing budget. Yeah. Guess we're paying uh, for the subscription now. <laughs> <laughs> it's Atticus Finch from the mayor's Not another house. estate? Oh. God, Rudy. <laughs> Sorry. Or oh. in the hole. Atticus, the, the manservant or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't help but to overhear you all talking. Uh, are you headed to the hermitage of Blessed Lightning? Well, in fact, we are, but what do you think of that? <laughs> I, just that this, early this morning, the, the mayor, the mayor, he... He he left in 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 not not a in in a in a huff, determined to 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 go out there and, and right these wrongs, uh, to 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 have it out with Harlock Hamdiel and find out what was going on. <laughs> Last night, his his son, uh, Jay Junior, JJ, but his friends they call him Jo, and he came home. Absolutely shit-faced. <laughs> Started screaming at his father, telling him he was nothing. Everybody knew he was nothing. And he couldn't do anything for the problems that were in town. And that the heroes from the circus, they were the ones who were going to fix everything in this town, his town. It was ugly. It Did you think so it was ugly. warranted? I think that there are problems in this town, certainly. Problems that are being laid at the feet of Jay Aber, and I'm not going to say that everything has been handled perfectly, no. But uh, no, I don't think that the way that boy treated his father last night was was warranted. It's quite diplomatic of you, loud and clear. Listen, we'll do whatever you say. What do you think we should do? <laughs> <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> Atticus, it sounds like you're the mayor now. You have to make these decisions. Hey, stop! Three, two, this is really three, important. This Atticus, <laughs> we trust you. All right. Uh, you have five seconds. Fast. All right. Listen, uh, nothing like the old duck greases the wheels when you can't hit the rubber to the road. <laughs> That's what we <they> all say. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, what, uh... I know. Uh, what should you do? Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> grabs him by his coat, slams him in the wall. Answers, you idiot. Answers. It's just the fucking scene from Airplane where everybody's lining up to help the woman who's having a panic attack, and they have increasingly more lethal means of doing so. Everything is going to be all right. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what you should do. I don't think the, the mayor was in a good place. He didn't. He didn't raise his voice back at his son last night. He just took it. And then he went to his study, and I saw him in there. And he had his head in his hands. And then this morning, he he left early. And he said to me, he says, Atticus, I'm going to go figure this out if it kills me. Wow. <laughs> See, that is the sort of inspirational wartime leadership you look for in a mayor. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you've been deputized. He you says know? to me, Atticus, don't you try to stop me. I'm going out to the Hermitage of Blessed Lightning, and I'm going to talk to Harlock Camdeal, and I'm going to figure this out. And won't nobody, nobody in town or by son, <laughs> is going to tell me that I'm nobody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. 
Dear Lord. Leighton is wiping his eyes and like looking away from everybody and trying to hide it. Um, but his absolute just lawful good nature is like... Shall I'm shy for interrupting your breakfast. <laughs> no, Atticus. Thank you. As always, you have never misled us. Yeah, no, you didn't... Made. You didn't tell us what you do, but also no. you kind of did, didn't you? No, I, I, I don't want to tell you what to do. There's been so much. Oh, gosh, I don't know. Tabitha, can you can you put my food on there, Tab, please? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tabitha, don't do that. <laughs> no, it's, no, no it's, it's fine. It's fine. I, I insist. I just, uh, if you're headed out there, keep... Keep an eye on our mayor, please. I mean, if you're joining our party, you want to come with us? No, 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 no. Oh, it's one tab, one party. That's sort of our whole thing. That's it. Oh, yeah. I, a tab, that's, that's that's the can, if you can unmerge those, if there's a <laughs> undo yeah. button there. You really shouldn't ask people to do it multiple times. I mean, that just really plays havoc. It's with very this. rude. It's unbelievably it's a, rude. You don't want to come with. It would give you a purpose in life. All right, all right, sure, I'll come with. Fuck it. Empty <laughs> spirit. So can we go? Do we have do we have enough yeah. information, Sam? Are we able to? Yeah, absolutely. If there's anything you want to do, if you want to swing, are, are you just gonna set straight out? It's about twelve miles away, right? Which on a you know normal walking day is is most of a day to get there. Tabitha, do you have any lembas? Fuck. We get a couple of <laughs> of uh, grilled cheese tomato sandwiches, please, for the road. You know, the wonderful thing about a bagel with schmear is you can actually eat it for any meal. So I'll just take four more of those tinfoiled. Thanks. Yeah, no problem. Absolutely. Yeah. The more oh, seat. sorry. I'm not. I guess gets in the right kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I will have a couple of lembas for you there, Druk, oh, and a uh, couple blocks. of, you know, tomatoes and grilled cheese uh, for, the, for, for, for you there, Professor. A couple more bagels. Basically, also a grilled cheese. Uh, uh, actually, could you make it mine like a grilled lembas? That would be great. Like some cheese in between. No, 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 no. That won't keep. I'm sorry. That, that falls apart right away. You put, uh, you put cheese on there. Um, I couldn't do it in good conscience. But is there anything else that you want to do before you head out? I mean, let's make sure Atticus has, is all fitted out, right? I mean, if he's coming. Oh, I'm sorry. I got out of my skis on that one. It was the excitement of the moment. I'll, I'll be staying here, certainly. <laughs> Right. Do you want to head back to the circus? Is there anybody that you want to tell? Or is there what what happens before you head out of town? I think Leighton goes back to the circus and pretty studiously avoids everybody, which is very out of character for him. Usually he's greeting folks and being talkative when he comes through, but he's he's pretty uh, quiet. He goes back to the tent that he and Claude own and bundles it up, packs it onto Claude's saddlebags cinches it all down and does their old sort of travel check that he hasn't done since they arrived in Absalom and then sets himself sort of over the course of time to the meeting point by the road. I think that Eugene also heads back to the circus just to check in with Oscar, make sure he's doing all right. Let him know he's going to be gone a couple more days. Yeah. So, Eugene's coming back. He's going to go over to Oscars, uh, I guess it's like a the, the little like uh, tent truck things. Oscar, the door is nosed open. Hey, it's me, pal. 
How you holding up? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gotta level with you. I've seen some weird stuff the last couple days. And I wish I could tell you it was over, but this might just be the tip of the iceberg. Anywho, if it's cool with you, I gotta head down to the Hermitage check in on these weirdos. You think you're all right to hold it down here for a couple of days without me? <sighs> Hell yeah, dude. I knew you would be. All right. Well, I miss you. I love you. You're my best friend. Take it easy. And as you move to leave, you feel his chin on your shoulder. Oh. And it kind of pulls you back for just a moment as he nuzzles into you a little bit. Oh, come here, buddy. Gives him a bear hug. (laughs) And he gives you a bear hug. (laughs) All right. Gotta go, gotta go. Do we see Sven do anything as he gets back and packs up? No, I don't think so. Uh... (laughs) So what we actually saw was Leighton trot Claude back out and there's Sven already waiting because he never re-entered the camp. <laughs> oh, Sven. Uh, no, sorry. I interrupted you. I interrupted you, Ben. Go, go ahead. What, what you no, no, I'm pretty much just that. <laughs> just like, good, are we good to go? The quicker we go, the quicker we can get back, right? Absolutely. And the professor? Oh, uh, yeah. The professor uh, just uh, tosses a few uh, toiletries from his uh, collection in his wagon into his uh, or the uh, inner pockets of his um, jacket. Just enough to get us through a few days out in the rugged wilds, far away from any sort of civilization. And he, uh, he leans on his little wagon door before he heads out and just says to himself, Well, Renfeld... This old fool is still going forward with this, I suppose. I wish you were here. And he uh, heads out and joins the rest of the group at the campfire. Excellent, excellent. One thing I wanted to retcon from last week is when Daring Donica told you that the circus was a few days away, she wasn't sure. It rounded to like two, three, maybe four that was a mistake on my behalf. It's actually more like 10 days to 14. So 10 days to two weeks is actually the window of time that you are looking at for that. Heard work. All right, cool. Who do you tell where you're going? You're still Petey at least, right? Petey needs to know. You tell Petey? Yes, this would be good. Yeah, can we fire Duke and just put Petey into his job? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> I the road. Like, nope. No. no, can't do that. You're not in charge of Duke. <laughs> okay, PD, you're in head of uh, security. Okay, this is very important. If anything threatens you or the circus members, kill. Oh, man, thanks. Thank you so much for trusting me with this. That's really nice of you. All right, so I'm head of security, uh, and um, I'll pick up all the slack for anything that uh, else is going on. Uh, no problem. You guys are going on an adventure, sounds like. Oh, good point, Sven. Uh, excellent idea. Here, you're also accounting. And Leighton drops the, like, satchels of books belted together from the saddlebags on Claude's side and says, they would have slowed us down a little bit, and you are up to the task. Oh, man, look at all this responsibility that's just laying in my lap. All right, I'm, you know, you, you, uh, you, you rise to the moment. No problem. Uh, so you tell him where you're going, you tell him your plans, 
and you duck out without seeing Duke. Thank God. Perfect exit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we all high five as we get on the road. Yeah, Sometimes the GM gives you a little gift. And you hit the road. And you walk. It's about 12 miles away as the crow flies uh, a little bit further, given the route that you have to take. You're walking for about a day. Laden with all the things that you are carrying, it's not just like a 12-mile walk. It's it's a hike, you know? You've got one pack animal. Uh, but other than that, you know, you're, you're hoofing it, so to speak. You get out to the coast, and then you cut north. And I imagine it being a rocky co- coast. Somewhat like the Northeast, but then rising into big bluffs that I think of as looking something like tropical Big Sur, you know, but just cliffs falling down into the water. You make your way along a pretty rough track, the water out to your right, as you make your way along the final path to the hermitage of the Blessed Lightning. Sea cliffs rise right next to you. It's narrow, it's windy, and it's wet. It is clear that this place was established somewhere that discouraged casual visits. You come around a curve in these rocky bluffs, and a few hundred yards away, you see a platform and something that looks like a door mantle. And that is where we are going to leave it for the week. Got good stuff for level three? Yeah. Level three? Yes, level three and key. Oh, oh, yeah. Come on. Nice. Yeah.